Welcome to Mudflap and Palmer were forced to do a podcast, a weekly bonus bit of the Mudflap and Palmer show, starring Mudflap and Palmer. Reach out to us on Facebook or email mudflapandpalmer at gmail.com. Now, against their will and most people's wishes, here are Mudflap and Palmer. Well, hey guys, and welcome back to episode number 15 of Mudflap and Palmer. We're forced to do a podcast. I am Palmer. I am Mudflap. 15 episodes. Has it been that long? I can Just remember way, like yesterday. I can remember way back in the day when we were sitting down to our very first podcast. Back in my day, we didn't have podcasts. We had conversations over a checkerboard. Wow. And we liked it. And everyone just overheard it. <laughs> exactly. Especially you because you're loud. Yeah, well, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know about that Johnson boy? <laughs> and then everybody knew I was talking about. It's just the neighborhood gossip. The Johnson boy. All right. On today's podcast, uh, we are going to crank the AC up to 11 as we need to because it's hotter than the hinges of Hades out there. Uh, for, I don't care when you hear this, it's going to be for the next week. It's going to be hot every single day. I was looking at my app just a few minutes ago, and I scrolled down to, like, next Friday, and I've never seen a forecast like this. It just said, very hot. (laughs) (laughs) And so there wasn't even a temperature listed? There was a temperature there with the sun and the cactus, but I've never (laughs) just seen them be so brief. Very hot. We've never had weather avatars in any app here on the East Coast that actually features a cactus. That was new for me, and we're seeing that a lot. Yeah, it's amazing. It's on Weatherbug. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, intense heat here for the next week, so we're going to keep it cool. Uh, I'm going to venture outside, not at all, and when I do, it's going to be, you know, just like that scene in Terminator 2 where she gets blasted by the nuclear blast. She's holding onto the fence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how I feel when I walk outside. Very realistic movie scene. <laughs> no kidding. All right, <laughs> so here we go. They could have just done that with her, the very first one, and just would have... Are you not a Linda Hamilton fan? At all. Really? At all. I liked her in that. Especially in that. I liked the transition that she made from just the party girl kind of thing to someone. That was the part I couldn't believe. Well, they did it in uh, Walking Dead with uh, Carol. Carol. Yeah, again. Where she went from this meek housewife who was being abused to to this badass. Yeah, I didn't believe that it one does, either. So are you saying... Oh, are, Carol was are, are right you, are you Hold on. Are you saying that women are incapable of transitioning into a survival type? No. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying both, is... you're hating both those instances. What I'm saying is the way they did both of those is so horribly bad that it's just not believable. I mean, Carol was up there for Glenn with me that I couldn't wait to get knocked off. Okay, and she never did. No, she did She just left the show. Okay, so here's my question to you. What would have made those transitions more believable? Just more more time? Yeah, it was rushed a little bit. I mean, the Carol wasn't um, as much, but I just never believed that she went from one extreme to the other that quickly. They kind of transitioned that very fast. Is there an instance anywhere in cinema or television where a woman Yeah, it's has- Gourney Weaver, like aliens. So you, she made that transition and you found that believable? Yeah, she was pretty chill on, on the ship until the aliens started like killing people left and right and, you know, and... Then she had to become a badass at the end of the first one, and then she just was from that point forward in the series. But that's interesting that you say that because her transition came suddenly. She had to become that person to fight the aliens. Which is interesting because both of the scenarios that we mentioned, Terminator 2 and Walking Dead, those unfolded over a longer period of time. For me, it's not the scenario that you're describing. It's the actress. 
Oh, so and now I we're can't... getting to the real. Okay. No, and I thought I'd establish that early. No. I can't stand either one of them. No, I don't. I the just... other one that I really can't stand is Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. I mean, come on. Michael Myers is taking out people left and right. Hasn't gotten her yet. Okay. So it's the actress in the role. So let's assume. If it was a different actress, I'd, I would have blown Okay, it. so if Sigourney Weaver, for example, who you've already put your Palmer seal of approval on for the way she transitioned. Yes. If she was in Walking Dead or if she were in Terminator 2 in that role, would you have more easily accepted that transition to a badass? I think so. Okay. Yeah, much more. No, it it has sense. nothing to do with women and being badass, like okay. you're trying to paint me into a corner. Walk it back all you want, sir. We all know what you said. Okay. <laughs> you're on crack, and you need and, to put the bowl down. And the best thing to do here is it's a podcast, so it's not just out there in the ether. You can go back, rewind it, and find out again that he hates he hates women. This man hates women. Wow. <laughs> you are the worst, and I don't know why I work with you. That's absolutely not true. All right. We have a couple things we want to talk to you about. Uh, I, I think I'm done. You we, enjoy the rest of the podcast, sir. We do have a couple things we want to talk about on the podcast today. And the first one is one, and usually this is, when we do a top five, I find something on social media that people respond to, and I go, oh, that's a good idea. And today, uh, it is your top five TV themes. Okay. We don't do politics. I think we should have, like, a no-politics zone. But we do love to argue. Look at us. We're already fighting. Well, that's what we do. It's time for Mudflap and Palmer's Top 5. Talking Top 5. Top 5 TV themes. And you had asked before we sat down to record this if uh, cartoons or animation could be included in this. And I said, yeah, of course. Uh, It does not happen to be the case for me in my Top 5. Although there are several that I like. Actually, there's one in there that is a cartoon uh, out of my top five. But uh, I, you're probably going to go with stuff like Scooby-Doo or whatever. So uh, we'll let you start off your top five. Oh, that is my first one. That's your number five? It is, is Scooby-Doo. Which is iconic and great, and yes. I don't I don't dislike it. It's just not in my top five. Absolutely. Love that one. I mean, it's just near and dear to me. It was the first cartoon I really fell in love with, and it was just rocking. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. And what a lot of people forget in Scooby-Doo is the little musical interludes they had in the chase scenes and stuff was actually really good pop music. Yes, they really did. It was really good pop music. So Scooby-Doo actually... I think it was a lot of people's introduction at, you know, four, five, six, seven to pop music back in the day. So I can't, uh, I can't hate on that. Well, it was, it was better than what my mom was listening to. Well, and there's yeah. that. It, it was your alternative. Kenny Rogers. And <laughs> it just really horrible set. Karen Carpenter and all that stuff. Um, That's a different subject altogether. It really is. That's maybe, a lot of childhood trauma. Maybe episode 16. We don't know. You didn't put Air- AirPods in when, back then. <laughs> In 1977, <laughs> that wasn't around. My number five is The Love Boat. Love. Exciting and Only because it's, again, a childhood thing for me. And you could just sing along. And you wanted to. It was like you were the 12-year-old that wanted to be Frank Sinatra. It was the love boat. I'll be honest with that, with that theme, which I don't have a problem with the theme. Right. The show just pissed me off. Because it, it was, was the same thing every time. Well, no, it was the precursor it, where we lived. 
the Fantasy Island. Of course it was. And I wanted to see Rourke as the devil. Yeah, you know? I know. And, of course, I was disappointed because I only did it like two or three times ever. But, right. you know, at my age, I didn't know that. And here's the other thing is, like, that was later in the run. Yes. For me, Fantasy Island, uh, by the time he got to that point, I had checked out. No, you know, I was, I'd moved on to other things. I was watching it because that was scary for me back then. <laughs> it was. All right. Uh, what's your number four? Uh, number four is uh, The Adventures of Pete and Pete from Nickelodeon. I think I know that one. And it's such a great... Oh, wasn't it like by They Might Be Giants or somebody like that? or Somebody like that. It, 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 and it's just such... It's, it's a banger. I mean, if they would have put that back on the radio back in the day, that would have been my favorite song. All right. Uh, not hating it. And you know what? What's funny about that is when I've seen TV themes mentioned on social media, a lot of people have brought that one up. The Adventures of Pete and Pete. No, it's not repeat. It's not? It's Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete? Yes. It was before my time. What do you want? It was not before your time. It was. When was that out? When When was that out? Come out? Yes. It was after. I have to look it up. I'm sorry, not before my time, but after my time. Yeah, I was already past that. There's only three seasons of it. Okay. Um, I was already an adult and like working and married and all that other stuff. I didn't. I didn't care. I was a teenager and I was still. I know. Watching that stuff. That was a. Probably one of the more brilliant shows that Nickelodeon ever had on. A lot of people love it. Yep. All right. My number four is one that you're not going to get with in any way, shape, or form. WKRP in Cincinnati. The theme song was a rockin' tune. Baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Uh, I know you're not a big fan of the show. I am. It's part of my childhood. Uh, and one of the reasons I got into radio, so I guess I could kind of blame the show as well as credit. But yeah, my number four is WKRP in Cincinnati. What's your number three? Number three is The Muppet Show. It's The Muppet Show with tonight's guest star, Mr. Joel Gray. Good one. I mean, good one. That one for me, the opening of that show was better than the show itself. Yes, absolutely. I, I could care less about any of the guest stars they had on or what was going on. I just wanted to see the open and to answer your question, Pete and Pete debuted in 1991. 1991. Yeah, so I was actually 21. Probably a little older. Absolutely not. <laughs> I had a brother who was 11. And oh, well, there so, you go. So we would watch it together. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and again, factoring in younger siblings or children, that's where my number three comes in, which is the theme to House of Mouse, which is a Disney animated show. Start knocking at the House of Mouse. We're all knocking at the House of Mouse. And it was one that me and both my daughters would always mm-hmm. dance to. I'd put them up on the bed and sing along with it. Sure. That was the best part of the show to me was the opening theme done by Brian Setzer of the Stray Cats and uh, a great jamming little tune. What's your number two? Number two is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel-Air. 
Another good one. Yeah. I didn't put that in my list, but another good one. I don't know how, but that was just... At the time, I mean, when that came on TV, there was nothing like it on television. Right. And then you had what we were listening to on the radio all of a sudden on television. Yes. And it was Will Smith. Exactly. Pre-slap. Way pre-slap. And if I had to rethink this, if we had discussed these lists, which is not how we do, but if we had discussed this and you had brought that up, I would have put that in place of WKRP in Cincinnati. I would have put anything above that. I I know. Okay, my number two... Is a show I don't think you know, or if you do, you paid it very little mind. It was in the early 2000s. It was on for four seasons, and it was Ed. I'm in the sky tonight. There I can keep by your side. Ed was the name of the show. The theme song for four, uh, three of those four seasons was a Foo Fighters song called Next Year. And the opening montage where he drives into town and the way that song just blended with it was perfect. So, and plus I'm a Foo Fighters fan. Uh, next year by the Foo Fighters, the theme to the TV show, Ed, that is my number two. Okay. And your number one. Uh, the Greatest American Hero. Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. should have been so- You know, I thought about, you know, runner-ups like that one and, like, Golden Girls. Yeah, that was up there. The other ones I had in there was, like, Sanford and Son and the Jeffersons. Yes. Um, But, yeah, The Greatest American Hero, for me, they ended up, it was so popular that the guy who wrote the song actually had to write more of the song to put it, release it on radio. Right. Because everybody loved it. It was a huge hit. It was a number two pop hit when it came out back in the early 80s. Uh, And that was a show. That I watched uh, as a kid. I, I thought that was I great. love the premise of it because we didn't have, outside of your typical superhero shows and cartoons, mm-hmm. they were always very straightforward. Yes. And this one was so out of the box where he, he found this suit. Well, it was live action. We yeah. didn't see that often. No instructions right. on how to use the suit. And so for me, I thought that was great. And I was really sad that they never rebooted that one. Have you gone back and ever... I, I, I did oh, this... They're, they're, they're god-awful they're bad. They're terrible. They're terrible. I did this... Gosh, it was about a month ago. I went back and watched an episode of it, and I was like, "Oh God, that sucked. That was so bad." Another one that actually almost made my list was the Fall Guy with Lee Majors, and he sings that, doesn't he? I, he might have. I think a, he does. I don't know, but I always like that one too. Yeah, that one was also good. And and then of course there were themes like uh, you know Night Rider and things like that, which hold a special place in my heart. But this came up in conversation earlier this week, and this is why it also shows up, you know, spoiler alert, it shows up in our countdown uh, this weekend that will be on 99.3 and on the app, uh, 8 o'clock on Saturday morning, 7 p.m. on Sunday. But this shows up in the countdown as kind of a throwback song. Waylon Jennings celebrated his birthday uh, earlier this week. Duke's a hazard theme. Good old boys is my number one. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born it, 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 To me, that puts me in a place and time mm-hmm. Where when you hear that song You don't hear a song that was a big hit on the radio You see the opening scenes with the General Lee And Bo and Luke Duke 
and Boss Hog. And Roscoe. And yes. And that, that wasn't my favorite part of the open. No, I know what your favorite was, part of the open it was. It was Daisy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Daisy's legs, specifically. Dear Lord. Yeah, they call him Daisy Dukes for a reason, baby. No doubt. <laughs> she earned that title. Gorgeous. Catherine uh, yeah. Bach. Yeah, and as a teenager, that was uh, an awakening for us, I will tell you. And she showed up on the screen. That was an awakening. I'm going to promise you this. It wasn't the General Lee. It wasn't Bo and Luke Duke. I wanted to see that white Jeep. Everybody wanted to see Daisy in and out of the white Jeep. Yep. We were here for that. Yep, 100%. We were absolutely 100% there for that with the Dukes of Hazard. Those are our top five TV theme songs. Got two more things to talk about uh, real quick. Political correctness. Uh, the older I get, I can kind of see getting behind this stuff as a younger person, but I just see it as a, a, a lot of it. Some of it's well-placed, but a lot of it is BS. And I'm going to bring up a specific story that came out this week where I just roll my eyes and go, are you kidding me? I think everything in politics is BS. but Well, and, and this is an offshoot of that. Political correctness. The World Health Organization this week is getting ahead of the curve, literally and figuratively, because we have a new health concern in the world. It's called monkeypox. They are changing the name of monkeypox because it's insensitive. That is literally what they said. Monkeypox, the title, the word, the phrase is insensitive. And I'm thinking to myself, to whom is that insensitive? The monkeys? They don't care. They don't care at all. I haven't heard this story. Yes. Yeah, it, so it, this is you're dropping this on me now. Well, feel free to chime in if you'd like. I'm but not going to chime in. No. I don't get political. I hate talking politics on it, every single level. But this isn't politics level. necessarily. This is more into the... I don't get into the whole... Public aspect of it. I just don't get into any of that. I mean, none of that interests me on any level. Okay, but can you guess what the reasoning is? No, I don't know. In their mind. I mean, I'm not saying a serious guess, but if you were to be presented this fact, which you are right now, they're changing it because it's insensitive. Who would that be insensitive to? I and am... I'll give you the answer in a second, but can you can you formulate that? No. Because it doesn't make any sense, right? No, I'm trying to think, but I, don't, I honestly don't know. The reason they're doing it is because monkeypox originated in Africa, or so they believe. And they believe that equating the African continent with monkeys, even though in the wild, that's one of the places you'll primarily find monkeys. That in Asia. And Asia, but yes. But in Africa, definitely. And so they're saying all this combined is, is, is insensitive, I guess, to all people that live on the continent of Africa. Oh, so what are they renaming it to? Like some, I, I don't have it in front of me. It was something like CXBDLV or something like that. It was oh. like five letters okay. that didn't make any sense. But I need to write that down on my scorecard on what I'm going to catch next. Could you? <laughs> and this goes back actually to when people started calling it the uh, China flu when COVID first came out because, or, or the Wuhan flu. So we all know where that came from. Well, at the time, they believed that it came from a lab in Wuhan, and then they said it came from some food market in Wuhan, China. And so when certain... Then one particular leader in particular just decided to rail that into the ground. Yeah, and that's where that came from. You start making that political connection to that. If you're wondering why they're changing the name of this, it's because of that. Yes, to get ahead of that, which is what I said originally. Yeah, that but makes more sense now. It's interesting in that this is a thing now, but if you go back... 
for example, the Mexican flu back in the early 1900s. It came from, to the best of our knowledge, Mexico and was devastating. But they called it the Mexican flu flu because it originated in Mexico, to the best of their knowledge. That was okay, but now we're more highly educated. We're certainly more socially conscious, and we're not going to offend anybody in any way, shape, or form. And that's why they're changing the name of monkeypox. So don't catch it, because you'll never be able to figure out what to call it. Well, it's good to know, because, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I avoid all that news. All right, I tried to draw you into that conversation. You're you not. weren't biting, but this one I no. know damn well you will. As we close out the podcast, it is hotter, as we said, than the hinges of Hades. We're talking about temperatures here in South Carolina, upper 90s, hundreds for almost every single day this week and next week. It is a heat wave to be reckoned with. It's dangerous. And that being said... Yeah, we actually broke records here where it was three straight days over over 100 degrees. Right. It's one of the things that when this time of year comes along, and actually, if you think about it, it starts in the springtime. Not when the weather gets obviously hot, but when it gets upper 70s to 80s, people don't register that as being hot, and they tend to leave their kids and pets in enclosed cars. Because at that time, they think, well, I'm only going to be gone for 10 minutes. This won't hurt them because it's nice outside, except they don't take into account that the car or truck turns into a microwave. No matter what, if it's a nice day out, it gets hot inside. Yeah. And and that's what people, but now, now, and we'll see the stories, and you just dread opening up your computer or listening to the news. Because you will hear a story of somebody who left their pets or their kids in a car, whether it was forgetfulness or on purpose, and then you have a tragedy on your hand. And the thing, and I know that you agree with me on this, that we neither one of us understand, is if you say, I forgot, I, for the life of me, cannot figure that out. I don't get it. You know, I've been a parent for, it'll be 29 years in September. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever forgotten that I've had kids in the car no! with me. I, I don't understand I don't that concept. Asleep. And when you, you see these stories and these people talk about it and they go, well, I just forgot. Well, it's not in my routine. Um, you know, it's different because, you know, normally they're in school. What the hell does that have to do with anything? I mean, you had to physically put these people in the car with you. On top of that, I don't know if this works this way for you, but if there is a break in your routine, that makes it more obvious and makes it stand out more in my head. And it drives me insane where people go, Put something important in the back seat so you won't forget that your kids are there. What What is more important than your children? I don't know if you remember this. It's Actually, not my job. It's not money. <laughs> it's not my favorite baseball or even Star Wars. My kids are the most important right. thing to me. I don't understand this. I don't understand it either. And I know you remember back six or seven years ago that we had uh, an incident like this in this region, in Hartsville. And what I didn't understand was the outcome of that was tragic. Obviously, the child died. But as we moved forward from that, one of the things that happened was, oh, there's this special sticker you can put on the back of your car to remind you that you have a kid in the car. Wait a minute. If you didn't look in the back when the kid was there, what's your, what are you, what's, yeah. well, why are you going to look at a sticker? Are you walking around the back of your car to go wherever it is? <sighs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand any of that as a parent. Um, Do you yeah. remember the flack that we got a little bit of flack because we called it indefensible? Oh, do you 100. remember that? Yeah, I do and remember people that. people were standing up for this guy. 
that that had the, the father in the situation. Then I call uh, bullshit on every person absolutely. who said it. I'm and sorry. You, I, you know, it's, you're not talking to someone from a vantage point in which I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. And I know what I'm talking about. I've got five kids. Exactly. And I've got you know a couple of kids that I know of. And <laughs> <laughs> that's a different podcast. Uh, maybe not. No. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. To defend this, I don't care if this person is the Pope. I don't care if it's Mother Teresa. If you leave a kid in the car, there's nothing about you that is good. No, I look at it as a mistake is I, you know, dropped my glass and it broke. Mm -hmm. You know, simple, basic, regular routine mistakes. We all do them. Understood that. I I don't understand the mistake of, hey, it's 130 degrees outside and I just left my car my kid in the car for an eight-hour work shift. Exactly. I, I don't understand that. And then you have the other people who do it criminally, uh, almost with intent. Mm-hmm. There was a story, uh, I guess, last week where, thank God, they got the baby out. But it was an 18-month-old baby, and they were in the car, enclosed in the car on a very hot day. And the mother had gone into, I don't know if it was a bar Oh, or yeah, yeah, something, yeah. and somebody found this baby who had been in there for a while, and thankfully, this baby was okay, but they had suffered for 90 minutes. Somehow, they were still alive. Somehow, they were still relatively okay. And let's be honest. I mean, when we were kids growing up, and I grew up in the 70s and the 80s, mm-hmm. um, you know, we went somewhere. We didn't want to go in with our mom. You know, yeah, she would leave us in the car, but the windows were down. Exactly. You know, it wasn't rolled all the way up or anything like that. And it was at a time, you know, back then, obviously you would never do that now because of no. the way the world is. Right. But you have to think alternatively. Yes. You can't think like it was in the 70s and 80s. Right. It's now a new world. It's a more dangerous world. But that being said, you have to take that into account when you figure out what to do with your or kids. The, or the other thing while we're on this subject that really pisses me off okay. are the people who show up at a gas station and they're running in to go get a drink or buy a cigarettes or whatever it is you're doing inside. And they leave the car running unlocked and they go in and then you see these stories all the time and the car gets carjacked with the kid in the back remember the one it was about a year ago about uh, the hotel it was down i think in the orangeburg area or something like that and the woman had pulled up to a hotel to go inside and oh, yeah, check yeah, in yeah. or something mm-hmm. left the car running right in front of the hotel yep. and you see it on the camera kids in the car guy walks up says vroom vroom off he goes yep. and you don't know if that baby's okay thankfully that situation turned out okay but yes you're absolutely right you have to I don't know why we're telling parents this. We should But apparently we have to. When you are doing anything with your kid, your kid is your first, last, and only priority. They're defenseless. They count on you for their lives. And if you are not putting their well-being first in that list of things you're thinking about, then you should not be a parent. No, I agree. You should not be a parent. So... Let this be a warning that if you are one of those people that leaves your kid in this, like you just described, just for a moment to go inside and do whatever. That's all it takes is a moment. And it's done. And it's done. And you will never live that down. You'll never forget it. You'll never forgive yourself. Just, again, first and foremost, whatever you're doing, when you have a child with you, we talk about child uh, children a lot here, but we're talking about pets as well because pets are just as same way. vulnerable. Yeah. But think about this. The first thing you think of every time you do something, you make a move, whatever. Okay, how am I caring for my child to make sure my child is safe first? Then, oh, 
How do I have the money to go in and buy this? Do I have the time to get that? It, your child should be the first. It should be 1A on that list of things that you're considering. For me, I don't care if it's I've got to just dip in here for two seconds. That kid's coming with me. And the fact that we've been talking about this on the radio forever and that we continue to talk about this on the radio, on the podcast, that a new generation comes up and then you go, it's happened again. It's happened again. It's unbelievable and unconscionable that it's happened again and yet it does happen so we put this out there if we can reach one person who occasionally does this and because they hear this they say i'm never going to do that again then this was all worth it this whole conversation was worth it but the bottom line is uh it's not defensible it's not acceptable and you are responsible for anything that happens even you talk about like somebody driving off with a car that's not the thief's responsibility that's your responsibility if anything happens to your child or your well, pet you, you re- your responsibility you created the situation yes and, absolutely and, and thieves are going to be thieves and they see an easy opportunity and i guarantee you when they get into the car they're thinking boom just scored my, myself some money yeah they and, don't care about the well-being and of then the they kid. look up and it's like oh there, exactly there's a kid in, or a, a pet in the car exactly they don't care about that they're being good at what they're supposed to do they're thieves we already accept yeah, I'm not the defending fact that, that either, by the right, way. Right, which we're not. But, uh, on any level. But, but they're being good thieves. They're doing what thieves do. Thieves, You're being a bad parent. Yeah, they're opportunists. Exactly right. And you should be a better parent. Yeah, that's the bottom line here. So be be very, very uh, conscious of your fur babies and your real babies. Just remember you have kids. It's not a hard concept. Apparently it is. It really isn't. For some people. I don't get it. <laughs> anyway, that's episode 15 of the podcast. Thanks for listening. You can listen to us on Why the radio. Why are you trying to make me mad through this entire podcast? It, 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 what? Was it the top five that got to you? I, it was, wasn't it? No, that was the only part that <laughs> didn't make me angry. You tried to start messing with me about roles in women. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that already. We already, like, 30 minutes into the podcast. I forgot that we this started This is the with way that. he is off the air. It's not. It really is. It's really not. It's, it's press, you know, Palmer's buttons oh! for the most part. You were the, the guiltiest party in that. Oh, I'll take full responsibility you, with that. No, no, you press my buttons all the time. You know it. You know. I'm just catching up to you. Oh, please. I am just catching up to you. Where You've do you been doing I, this. Where do you, you think I learned it from, you sir? Have, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. No. Let's do a poll with everybody I, we've ever worked with. Uh, that's right. You push my buttons. You do it. Uh-huh. You saw the meme I posted Everyone last week. Everyone will tell you I'm the nice one. They will say not so much about you. You know why? Because I don't make the effort to hide it. <laughs> that's what it is you make an effort to gloss it over and be the nice one i just go you know what i don't have that kind of time i'm just me you know? this is me and there you go a little sugar out there you, you know you get a little bit more i don't know i i've heard vinegar and honey it's it's vinegar for me sir Bal- that's, and that's the way it works <laughs> <laughs> anyway you can catch us on the radio uh we're usually not this contentious but we are on the radio Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. on 99.3 The Cat and the PD. If you're looking for us on the app, you can go to catcountry993.net or the WWKT, Cat Country Florence app. You just do that search and it'll come up. Uh, also, It's you, very easy to find. It really is. <laughs> it, it may not be easy to keep it working, but it is easy to find. Uh, it, it, you're, it may be hit or miss if you go try to access that. But, you know, we, we deal with tech and people that are not so savvy with tech like we are dear god don't put yourself into that position oh no don't you ever put yourself into that position where you know any something happened to you and i say that i tell this story all the time oh go ahead 
Go mud, ahead, mud I will refute it. You can, but you'll, you'll know it's true. <laughs> Mudflat, when we worked you know, together across the street, he was the person that I, was, I, I would go to and go, hey, I, I'm having this issue, that issue, and he would explain it to me. Yeah. When he turned 50. It still happens. Literally. No. Somebody flipped a switch. No. And every bit of technical information that he ever had, he turned into a grandfather. And it was, ooh, what is this Atari 2600 over here? It's, I've never seen anything okay. like this before in my life. He's painting a picture. It's for entertainment value. Don't <laughs> listen to him. It's so true. <laughs> I swear. Don't listen my, to him. On my mother's grave, Don't I listen swear to this him. is true. I swear on his mother's grave that it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know my mother, so you I, could do that. Exactly. I can do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, this is episode 15, episode 16 coming your way next Friday. Uh, that's when we post them every Friday. So thank you for downloading, for listening, and for telling your friends all about Mudflap and Palmer were forced to do a podcast. Have a great week. Bye, y'all. And that's a wrap. Thanks for checking out the Mudflap and Palmer were forced to do a podcast podcast. A new episode goes live every Friday. So check back then. If you need more of the guys, you can hear Mudflap and Palmer in the PD on 99.3 The Cat weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. and around the world via the Cat Country app. Have a great week.